0: Hey everybody, welcome back, this is Dr. Heidi, your Toxic Relationship Awareness and Healing Specialist and this is It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, Rid Your Life of Toxic People. Uh, Thank you for being here and mostly thank you, thank you for sharing the podcast and thank you for your continued follows, I appreciate it, Um, I noticed that um, the podcast is actually spreading to some different platforms right now so that's super exciting. The other things that are exciting here at Coaching with Dr. Heidi, uh, the conference is coming up, which I've been talking about uh, this week, which is March 19, it's Tuesday, through March uh, 24, which is Sunday. With the price of your conference ticket, um, you are receiving a consultation with me at no charge. Uh, The reason I am doing that is I have been the one to walk into a room that knows nobody. Um, I've also been the one that's walked into a seminar that knows nobody and feels like I'm the only one there with the problem that I'm facing. And um, I have spoken with several of the people that are holding conference tickets at this point. And it seems that once we have time to chat just a little bit, uh, they are put very much at ease about attending the conference. So uh, today, the 19th through the 24th of March with your purchase of, the conference ticket, you will get a consultation with myself at no charge. And how you will get that consultation is once you register and pay for the conference, Angela will have your email and she will contact you to schedule the consultation with me. Um, The other thing that is great about right now is if you are one out there that's not local to the St. Louis area and you are feeling like the conference would have been a good choice for you, the Freedom Me online program right now, you can get for the same price as a conference ticket. Um, And what I'm doing in addition to that is uh, purchase the Freedom Me online program and um, you can also, between now and Sunday, Get a have a free consultation scheduled with me. I'm not sure we'll be able to get all of them in before the conference, um, but that just gives you a chance to get in touch with me on a little bit more personal level, um, so you don't feel like you're just studying and doing a self-taught course um, alone because you've already been doing that. So, with the purchase of a conference ticket or the purchase of the Freedom Me online program between now and Sunday, the 24th of March you will be getting a consultation with me at no additional charge. Uh, we will schedule that once um, you have either registered for the conference or um, the you have purchased the online program and um, the email has gone out that you have the program delivered to you. Uh, let's see, I think spring is finally coming. You know me, I always have to talk about the weather. For some reason, I was thinking about that yesterday. The podcast listeners probably think I'm a weatherman because I talk about the weather every time I'm on. But the sun is shining today and I'm super thankful for that. Um, My middle daughter is headed down to see my oldest daughter. So I'm feeling a little left out because they're spending the week together and I'm working. Um, But I get to spend the week with you. So that's a plus. Um, Today I want to switch gears a little bit from what I have been talking about on the podcast. And the reason I want to do that is I really want people to reflect On themselves today. Um, Because I'm a toxic relationship awareness, which means education and healing uh, specialist, I do a lot of education on the character traits of the toxic person. And the reason that is, is you have to be able to recognize them. Because if you have toxic people in your life, unless you've been raised by them or married into um, a family that's like that, you are a target for a toxic person. Toxic people attract to people that they know they can control. Control, power, attention, and admiration. So if you are a nice, caring, good, loving person, we've talked about this before, you are a target. So I really, really suggest and really, really teach the character traits of the toxic person. So you recognize what they are, you understand why they're doing them, and as you move forward in your life, because your personality is going to attract them, you need to be able to spot the red flags and respond by choosing yourself and saying, yep, not this time. I saw it and I'm not I'm not going to give you the benefit of the doubt this time because that's what we like to do. So even though that is the majority of what I teach because I believe wholeheartedly that understanding the toxic person is your key to freedom. But today I wanna switch gears because we know that being in a toxic environment for a long period of time or being raised in a toxic environment or being in a work environment that's unhealthy, being in unhealthy friendships for a long period of time, what it tends to do to our self-esteem and our self-worth is bring it way, way, way down. And um, the reason that happens is through the character traits of the toxic person, which are criticism, comparisons, name calling, belittling, um, downplaying your dreams, downplaying your goals, you know, controlling your time, controlling your friend circle, controlling your finances, uh, controlling your schedule. Uh, because of that, we are constantly on a treadmill of acceptance. We continually want to be accepted by the person who is continually telling us that we are unacceptable. So after hearing that over and over and trying with no um, victory in acceptance, we tend to start thinking less and less of ourselves. And I saw something on uh, Instagram or Facebook or something last week that, that made me get a lump in my throat and it, it was on a child advocacy um, feed and it said, children who are raised by narcissistic or toxic parents do not quit loving the parent they quit loving themselves and it about broke my heart to read that because i have seen that over and over and i've seen it not necessarily with children but wives and husbands that have been in a long standing emotionally abusive or controlling marriage or relationship um they stop loving themselves and you know i do The conferences, I do the retreats, I do the private coaching, and the toxic person in general is the same. And when people come to me for help, they feel alone, they feel beaten down, they feel hopeless, they feel like they are stuck, that they are trapped, that there is no way out because every time they try to improve their situation, um, they become defeated by the toxic person. Uh, toxic people will do everything they can to stay in control. Their insecurities require that they stay in control of the people around them and the situations around them. So every time you get enough gumption to stand up for yourself or to try and set a boundary or make a move or take care of yourself, they right away are going to go, oh, that's not gonna work out for me. So if you could just go back to doing what you're doing, that would be good. And because we're so used to letting them win, because they feel so much more powerful than us, we go, okay, I'll just go back to what I was doing. And we go back to what we were doing with yet one less piece of ourselves. So I know a lot of you guys listen to my podcast while you're driving. Some of you listen to it at home, some of you listen to it at work, but what I want you to do right now um, is I want you to go to a mirror. So if you're driving, tip your rear view mirror down just for a second. Please don't wreck while you do this because I don't wanna be liable for that. If you're sitting at a computer screen, turn your computer screen off so you can see the reflection of yourself in the computer screen or the iPad or your phone or go stand in front of the bathroom mirror and I want you to ask yourself this. What type of person do you see looking back at you? What emotion do you see in yourself? How do you picture yourself from the outside if you are going to write down a description of what you see? And how do you think people see you? So whatever you're seeing in the mirror, in your computer screen, um, in the rear view, think about that. What are you seeing? Are you seeing someone who is positive and energetic? Are you seeing someone who is sad and lonely? Are you seeing somebody who is happy? Are you seeing somebody who is sad? Are you seeing somebody who is giving up? Are you seeing somebody who feels stuck? Who has quit taking care of themselves? Who has put all your energy into somebody else and do you see somebody who's lonely and feeling alone? Um, What I want you to do on top of that is I want you to think of your personality. And you may want to re-listen to this and write some of this stuff down, but think about your personality and write down five words that describe your personality. Then I want you to write down five words that describe your looks or your appearance, and I want you to write down five words that describe your work or your passion or the way you spend your time. And when you get the five words written down about your personality, your appearance, and your work or your, how you spend your time, I want you to look back at those words and you tell me, are they positive words or are they negative words? And if you know which type of person you're seeing in the mirror, I bet you know what those words are. Now, think about the people that love you. Think about what they would say about your personality, about your appearance, and about your mission, or your passion, or the work that you do, or how you help others. How would their opinion differ from your opinion? You know, think about your mom, your sister, your brother, your dad, your friend, your boyfriend, your spouse, your girlfriend, a daughter, a son, think about your cat or your dog. My husband likes to tell this story, you know, um you want to you want to know loyalty? Stick your dog and your wife in the trunk. And drive around the block, and open the trunk and see which one is happy to see you. That's loyalty. So really picture how your dog pictures you because that's going to be 100% proof of somebody being loyal. Anyway, that was kind of a joke, but uh, my husband does say that and he thinks it's funny. So when you think about how people that you love see you and you compare it to the way you see you, you might be able to see the change or the switch that the toxic person has had in your life. And I have people come to me all the time and say, you know what, I've lost myself. I have no idea who I am. I used to be this happy, you know, positive, scared of nothing person. And now I'm scared of everything. I cry all the time. I'm overwhelmed with everything. Making one move um, is completely way too stressful for me. So when you look in the mirror and you're seeing what you see, let's think about what's what has caused that. What has made you see the person that you're seeing now? Because when you are in a toxic environment, they chip Away at your self-esteem and your self-worth because they really want you to think that that is all you deserve. If you think that that's all you deserve, you will settle down and adapt to your environment, keep your mouth shut, and be grateful for how good the toxic person is to you. So what I challenge you to do today is not settle for the person that you're seeing, in the mirror today. Because I know if you're listening to this podcast, you are looking for something. And that is probably somewhere, something along the lines of self-confidence and self-worth and self-esteem and the ability to see your situation for what it is and take the steps to improve it. Now remember, toxic people are not necessarily bad people. Okay, there is a certain amount that are not good at all, but just because somebody is toxic does not mean that they're bad. But if they are changing the way you see yourself, you need to change the dynamic of that relationship. So where would we start? You know, think about how others see you again. About how they see your personality. Why do they like spending time with you? How do you feel how do you feel about yourself when you're hanging out with the people that you know love you? Compared to how do you feel about yourself When you're with the people that may not be healthy for you. You know, what do they say about how you spend your time? What do they say about your personality and your experience and your appearance as opposed to the people that you know are your support system? If there's only one person in your life that is bringing you down, I want you to kind of start balancing that out. Now I also know that 52 people could tell you the same thing that the toxic person does and it would not affect you the same way the unacceptance does when the toxic person in your life who says they love you starts tearing down your character. It seems to have so much more impact when it's that one person continually telling you that you're not good enough. You better keep trying. If you just change this, then I would accept you. If you you would just do this, we would be happy. And the reason they continually want you feeling like there's something wrong with you is so that your attention continually stays on them. When your attention is continually on them, they can be over here doing whatever it is they need to do because they know that regardless of what they're doing, your attention is on them. So how do the comparisons and the criticisms and stuff make you feel, right? Well, they make you feel like crap. You know, you used to be confident, you used to be athletic, you used to feel really good in your clothes, and now you're not even getting dressed in the morning because you have given up the effort because you've always been beat down no matter how hard you try. So what I want you to think about is, do these type of thoughts go through your head? I really need to buy this, that, or the next thing. Okay, why is it that you really need to buy that? If I could just look like that one person for one day, has that thought gone through your head? Okay, why? I am so heavy, I really need to lose some weight. Okay, why is that thought going through your head? I am so ashamed of myself, I would never, ever wear that. Okay, why? What is telling you that? Where in your past have you heard that you should be ashamed of yourself? So what I'm challenging you today is get a few of your closest friends and ask them the same questions that I asked you to ask yourself when you looked in the mirror today. What type of person do they see? What emotion do they see in you the most? How do they picture your personality? You know, what are the character traits that they see in you? Because if this is your support system, they are gonna see you completely different than you see you. So as a challenge today, I want you to really think about how you see yourself, for one, and how you would like to see yourself. So answer the same questions that I just asked you for yourself. This is what I'm seeing when I look in the mirror, but this is what I would like to see when I look in the mirror. This is the emotion that I see when I'm looking at myself in the mirror, but this is the emotion I would like to see when I'm looking in the mirror. This is what I stand for right now when I'm looking in the mirror, but this is what I want my mission to be. And this is what I want to stand for when I'm looking in the mirror. It will bring you back to where you used to be or bring you to a spot where you are going to understand that just because somebody is telling you certain things does not mean it's the truth. Surround yourself with the people that make you feel good about yourself. And I will also tell you, those of you who are are in a spot right now that you're really feeling like you're ready to give up, just know that I have been there. I have been there more than once. And the give up feeling seems way easier than the work it's going to take to get you back to where you want to be because you're gonna answer the questions of who you'd wanna see when you look in the mirror and taking one step towards that is gonna be overwhelming. But you don't have to do it in one day, you just have to start somewhere. And looking back on my experiences in my life, um, I've said this before, I wouldn't necessarily wanna do it again, but I wouldn't change anything. Everything happened in my life exactly the way it was supposed to and I was way down in the dumps and I was rock bottom and I was to the point where I felt like I was crazy, things were hopeless, I was stuck and I fully thought that that's what my life was going to be and now looking back day by day, step by step, piece by piece, little by little, I built myself back up to where looking back, I understand it now and I can move forward to help other people with the experience that I have been through. So just know, no matter how hopeless or how overwhelmed you're feeling right now, it's temporary. Because if you're listening to the podcast and you're reaching out for help and you're searching for answers, it's only a matter of time before the education you're giving yourself is going to empower you to take the step to change your situation. And again, it is not easy. It is hard. But I have confidence that every single one of you will do just fine because you have already survived every day that you thought you wouldn't. So you're not giving up now. So look in the mirror and picture the person that you want to see. And write that down and read it every single day. And for those of you who feel like you're ready, you know how to get a hold of me. I've got plenty of resources and the reason I do it is because I've been there and I want to be the person I needed when I was in it. I don't have all the answers. I just know what carried me through and got me to where I am now. And I wanna make sure that I am available for you when and if you are ready. And you will know when you're ready. And it may be slowly, and it may be something you do overnight. I have clients that do it different ways. All of a sudden it's over, it's done. Or I have people that, you know, make safety plans and they plan it out and they strategically um, work at it slowly, slowly until they're completely ready. Now, part of being ready is understanding that where you are is familiar and where you're going is unfamiliar. Familiar is comfortable, unfamiliar is not. So so make sure that by you telling yourself you're not ready yet, you understand the fact that it may just be that you are more comfortable with staying in familiar. Even if it's bad, it's familiar and you know what to expect. So just know that when the time comes, you'll know when you're ready to leave. You'll know when you're ready to change the dynamic. You'll know when you're ready to leave that friend group or leave that unhealthy work environment. You will know when it's time. But in the meantime, start looking in the mirror and picturing who it is that you want to see looking back at you.